this is Dean Carnassus, the Ultra Marathon Man, and you are listening to the FitCast. Hello! Welcome to the K-Soken Funds FitCast Fall Edition. Yes, it is fall, isn't it? It is. It's feeling like fall in Chicago. I don't want to know what it feels like in Austin. Yeah, we still get uh, highs near 90. Oh boy, that's not fall. <laughs> <laughs> but the nice part about uh, the weather here this time of year, and this will be the way it is through February or March, is that on the nice, cool, clean, crisp, no clouds nights, you'll wake up and it's high 40s, 50 maybe. Wow, then, that's like what it is here. That's perfect. But then in the late afternoon, it's uh, 75 or 80. Okay, no, like maybe 70 here. Like I think it got up to 70. Yeah, we it's uh, not bad. Hey, that's nice. 30 degree difference is nice. So um, it's really cool. And I have taught myself, I don't know if I mentioned this on the last FitCast, um, I taught myself how to swim in pitch dark. Yeah. And it's pretty. You use sonar, right? You like yell into the wall <laughs> like a dolphin? <laughs> that's kind of it. I, I did uh, install a little sonar device in my ears, so it works out nicely. Uh, but no, it's uh, it's really cool. It's pitch black and just by the light of the moon. There are other people out there. Crazies. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, it's really cool. I swim in the morning and then, of course, it warms up and you can run a little bit in the light. And then, uh, yeah, come afternoon, it's just a, a great day to be out uh, hanging out in the sunshine. So yeah. that, that's yeah. uh, that's what Austin's like. What, what, what are things like down by you? Things are good here. You know, it's finally turning into fall. Yeah. The pumpkin spice, you can smell it in the air. The Uggs are, are approaching down every street. So <laughs> here's a question. Before we get into our actual banter items, are you a pumpkin spice fan or a non-pumpkin spice fan? We're going to piss off some listeners here, guaranteed, no matter how we answer this question. Hans, we had this discussion one year ago. Oh. On the podcast, <laughs> and I know where you stand about pumpkin spice. My favorite thing that yeah. episode yeah. was pumpkin fucking spice. Oh. <laughs> I love it. All right, yeah, okay. I'm not. A, I'm not as big of a fan. I'm not as anti pumpkin spice. Although it does it does seem to be uh, appearing more and more and more. So I saw a pumpkin spice hot dog advertised the other day. No, a hot dog. Yeah. Okay, that's not. That doesn't sound good. Maybe going a little too far. That's way too far. Like, I've been seeing cereal, pumpkin spice. Oh, pumpkin spice goat cheese is actually really good if you eat it with pita chips. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's normal stuff, though. Hot dogs are not supposed to be anything spiced. Right. They're just, well, spice, like jalapeno maybe. But... Yeah, like jalapeno spiced or like paprika spiced. Oh, that's another new one. But you know what else happens in October? What happens in October, fun? The Chicago Cubs play a series of very important games. Holy shit, yes, we're in the playoffs. We made it and we even advanced. Yeah, that Nationals series was absolutely incredible. Every single pitch, every out, every inning. Wow, I watched all of Oh my those gosh, games. and and we won at least one game in the championship series. Today is the next game that we may or may not win, but at least we won one. We are currently recording, for all of our listeners who are listening to this uh, after the game, uh, we are currently recording, I'm looking at my MLB app, and it says warm-up. So they're about to start in Chicago yeah. at Wrigley Field, right up the street from you. Right up the street, except I, uh, it's kind of way far up the street, because 
I moved. You moved. No longer in the city. I'm no longer in the city. Our last podcast recording was the day before I moved. Like, I was literally, like, getting everything together, and our guest was at my place, and he's like, why do you have nothing on your walls? <laughs> um. So, yeah, I'm in the burbs now, which wow. I'm learning to like. I don't hate it anymore. It took six weeks, but, okay. you know, it's going. It's going. It's going great. Are There's you- definitely... A slower pace down here, I'm not going to lie. Like, the suburbs versus the city, people just take their time, and no one's cranky when you take too long. No one honks at you when you don't move from the red light immediately. It's not bad. Does it take more than 90 seconds to walk to the closest Hot Walks Cool Sushi? Oh, yes. That is the one thing I'm not happy about. Yeah, you know, I lived right next to the sushi place and I lived right across the street from a bar. Yeah. So it's like now I have to walk maybe a half mile to get to the closest bar. Oh, Oh, but you know, there is a sushi place that's really close, maybe like three blocks away. Okay, well, that's fair. You got you got you're close to downtown. uh, Downtown Homewood. (laughs) I don't know these. I don't know. Once you get out of 773-312, I get lost. So. I know, I know. All right. Well, congratulations on the movie. Do you like your house? I do. The house is beautiful, all thanks to my fiancé, who's been, like, literally putting it together from, like, brick and wood. He put everything in this house, so he did good. Now I'm adding my personal touches. I um, am currently looking at my Ryan Dempster jersey that is hung in our office. It's a signed jersey, so I'm adding my personal touches. Very nice, very nice. You know what? I saw G last weekend. You did. That's right. You were in town. You were in Chicago. I did. I had a quick, weird trip, like a half a day in Chicago, some time in Milwaukee, some time in Madison, another half day in Chicago. But I'm very happy I uh, got to see you and G and uh, spent a little time. I I stayed in Emro's extra bedroom. Yeah, and we got to see her too. We did. I heard a rumor today. Uh Uh-oh. She qualified for national tri-championships. I heard that rumor, too. I was with her at that race, so I would like to take credit for that. <laughs> did, you have, did you qualify as well? I did not. Did I not. was nine seconds away from placing. Uh, I, we, um, we, I raced the Olympic, and she raced the sprint. Okay, so you're nine and, seconds uh, away. And the top three qualifiers in the age group for the Olympic got um, a spot to the Alcatraz Triathlon in Whoa. California, in San yep. Francisco. And I was nine seconds away. Oh, qualifying. Be brutal. Well, you know what? I think it might be for the best because that's not the most enjoyable triathlon to do in any. Oh, respect. I hear the swim is beautiful. Swim is beautiful. It's a night flat, <laughs> nice flat bike ride. Yo, God, the hills and the swim is super cold, and there's literally sharks in there. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like yeah, one of the toughest tries. But I guess that's why people do them, right? Yeah, it's a blessing in disguise. So I so I'm looking I'm looking at my Cubs app and uh, Ben Zobris has already hit three triples and the Cubs are up uh, nine to nothing. Wow, that's great in the first minute. Oh wait, no, it surpassed my expectations. (laughs) It still says warm up, so uh, hopefully that'll be starting soon. You know what else (laughs) You know what else happens in the fall? What? Football. It's hard to concentrate on the Packers while the Cubs are still in the playoffs. Oh, thank God we're not concentrating on the Packers. Yeah, I know. I went to, uh, I was in Chicago. I went with my softball team friends to uh, Rocks. We're watching it. We're gambling. We're doing dollar bets. Oh, I bet 
Trubisky or Trubutsky or what's that Bears guys? Trubisky. Trubutsky, whatever. I said, I bet that Aaron Rodgers from this day forward has more touchdown passes than Trubutsky. Ooh, you did you make that bet? I did. One, it was a just a straight ten dollar bet, not per touchdown pass, but a straight bet. The rest of the career is starting today. You clearly made that bet in the first quarter of Sunday's game. <laughs> Poor Aaron Rodgers, who's going to get tagged in this episode, broke his collarbone. You know, as soon as he hit the ground and was un- immobile, I'm like, you're a coin flip here between a broken collarbone and dislocated shoulder. It's his throwing side. Nothing good's coming out of this. Seriously, like what? He's like the Derrick Rose of football. You need to keep him in a glass case. <laughs> Except that Derrick Rose gets injured twice a season, and Aaron Rodgers has been injured twice in his career. So, Yeah, but still. Yeah, I know. Sucks. Brutal, brutal, brutal. So, yeah, Well, let's hope the best for the Packers as they finish this season with uh, whoever they pick up. There's Hun- a little, little Hundley pl- right now. Hundley right now. There is there is Colin Kaepernick going to have a job out of nowhere? I keep hearing that. You I, you were the first one I heard that from when I was with you when we were watching that game. Yeah. And it's come up a few other times. So, hey, you heard it on the FitCast first. Colin Kaepernick starting for the Packers. And we don't want to make the FitCast any political discussion at all, do we? Oh, we never like that. We never, <laughs> you know, diss politicians or presidents that we don't like. <laughs> uh, but let's hope that Colin Kaepernick gets a job and he's in Green Bay. So. Yeah. That would be amazing. So, all right. Um, what else? Anything else? Or should we move on to our main topic? What else you got? Let's talk? move on because I want to hear you. I know you've had some pretty cool stuff going on. I want to hear what's been going on with you. All right. Well, our main topic today is, ama- oh, by the way, listeners, we don't have a guest today. That's uh, it's a rare occurrence. We're, we're our own fucking guests. We are. So about <laughs> once a year, we're going to. We're going to uh, clear out the mailbag and have our own uh, discussion. We do have a nice guest lined up for the next time, but they won't be able to make it over for another couple weeks. So we thought we'd get a good good episode in, clear out the mailbag, and uh, make sure you guys have something to listen to. If you do want to be a guest on our show, you can email us at kselkfonsfitcast at gmail.com. Yeah, that's the one. So if you and, want- um, We do in person and we do via Skype. Yes, you got to. So even if you live somewhere far, we still want you to be on the fitness. We've rented out two studios, one in Chicago, or where are you, Homewood? Homewood. And uh, the other one in South Austin. So uh, wherever uh, wherever you happen to be, just travel there, or we can do it by Skype if that's fine. So kselfonsfitcast at gmail.com if you have a great idea for a guest or if you want to be a guest. So um, that's great. Okay. So our main topic today is uh, all the cool races that we've been involved in over the last All of our extracurricular activities. Yeah, and before we get into the races, including activities, I've had a couple amazing Barton Springs uh, experiences. In, in your pitch black yes. morning? Yes. Well, it's getting later, so the sun, it used to be like I could go there and start my swim at 5.30, and by 6 o'clock there would be some light type thing and now uh it's just dark <laughs> i've taught myself oh my how to God. swim in pitch black um so and believe it or not the other day this was yesterday yesterday i swam what they no, it's tuesday morning tuesday morning i swam it's hard to tell how many people are in the pool because you can't see anything 
Um, but judging by the amount of splashing and the ripples in the water, and the, the, for those of you who don't know, the Barn Springs is a one-eighth mile pool. It's about 150 feet wide, and um, it's spring-fed, so it's the most amazing place to swim in the world. But there may have been three people. There may have been three people swimming in the water, and uh, maybe two. And uh, I got hit in the face. We ran into what? each other. By another person? Yeah, because it was so dark, you didn't even see each other. <laughs> you cannot see anything. There's literally like either two or three people in the pool. You can't tell. And uh, we just ran into each other. <laughs> Did you guys like laugh? <laughs> no, I just, you know, with all the triathlon experience I've done, I'm like, I hit in the face. I just, just swim harder. That's it. You just keep moving on. Fortunately, I didn't get punched in the nose. He actually punched me in the goggle. So, oh, um, then, well, you can't see anything anyway, so does it really matter? Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> so that was pretty incredible. I had another weird experience there. So there are days where I go down there, usually Saturday mornings, where I don't actually swim. I just go and play on the diving board. Sounds fun. Yeah, it is fun. And um, there was, there's a little situation. So a lot of the Austin 70.3 is coming up. And yeah, that's right. It is coming up here. I'm not doing it, but um, it's all, it was also the weekend of our big uh, festival, Austin City Limits. ACL was here. So there are a lot of people in from out of town, and there's all kinds of like triathlon teams and stuff doing their laps in the pool. And there is a diving well, and a diving well is clearly marked. With and the ducks, right? They've got the, the little ducks. Yeah, they have duck buoys. I'm like, there's two ducks just sitting there. There's a ton of people around, and you're like, those are fake. Yeah, they've been sitting there for years. So, um, They're clearly marked, and there was a group that they just kept ignoring the ducks and swimming right through the diving well. Oh, my God, they're going to get hurt. And I was, and that day, I was not swimming. I was just jumping off the board, having fun, doing splash dives, doing dives, all that stuff. And it was, it was I was having fun, and this group kept swimming through, swimming through, swimming through. And I was like, all right, well, for safety purposes, I need to communicate to them that they're not, they shouldn't be cutting through the diving well. Yeah. I mean, I say it's for safety purposes, but it was also kind of for fun. So this woman who... (laughs) Confrontation is fun. Yeah, there's confrontation involved. So this woman's coming through and, you know, when you're swimming and your head's down, you know that you're about to cut through the diving well because, you know, it's, it's there and you see the docks and all that stuff. So she puts her head down. She's about, she enters a diving well, and I do right in front of her face, probably three, four feet in front of her face. One of the best can openers I've ever done in my life. Just total. Oh my God, you like jump almost on her? Total explosive can opener, just, ex, you know, bombing her right in front of her face. Safely. Take like... a video of that and put it on the <laughs> Facebook page. <laughs> I mean, I was safe. I was probably three or four feet away, so there was no chance I was going to actually hit her. But um, So it takes me a while. I bring my head up. She brings her head up, and we're face-to-face. And, uh, yeah, well, I mean, she's cutting through the diving well, and it had been her third or fourth time cutting through the diving well. So uh, she looks up and looks at me, and I'm already looking at her. I'm like, you're in the diving well. <laughs> she's like, I know I live here. Her excuse is, I live here. She's going to get hurt. It doesn't even matter. Like, I know. Oh, my God. So, Did she do it again? Well, no. So the conversation continued. She said, I know I live here. I'm like, then you should know you can't be swimming through the diving well because we're diving. And she's like, you know what her excuse then is? 
What? She says, I know, but we're going to be swimming through here anyhow. You have to be careful. So she's demanding respect and refusing to give you any. Exactly. Even though she's clearly in the marked area where she's not supposed to be, right? I bet her neighbors love her. I bet she just... So I'm about you to... You have to mow my lawn. I'm going to leave my lawnmower in your lawn and you have to use it to mow mine. <laughs> what that's, the fuck? You know that's what it's like. So uh, she says this, like, you you got to be careful because we're going to swim through here. And I, I look, I'm about to reply, and I was saved from replying, having to reply, although I kind of wanted to, by a 17-year-old girl. Who? Was the lifeguard. Ah, she says, ma'am, you have to stay out of the diving well. That's for the diving board. And I kind of look at her and I point down the pool like, you go ahead and swim. I'm going to hang out here in the diving well. And she tucked her tail between her legs and continued on swimming. And she never made, oh. it, back. She never made it back through the diving well. So we were happy about oh, that. She never made it. Too bad. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that was my fun Barton Spring story. And a lot of triathletes, people are like, oh, there's no reason to confrontation. I'm like, no, this was a clear violation of the rules repeatedly. And uh, hopefully now, especially since, because she wouldn't listen to me, especially since the lifeguard got involved, she may think about putting her life in danger in the future. You know what? Let this be a lesson to the FitCast listeners. Like, if you're swimming in an open pool that has a diving area, maybe pay attention to that. <laughs> exactly. It's for your own safety. Yeah. So, yeah. Jeez. Those are my Barton Spring stories. Um, what have you been going on? Have you been in any races at all recently? I have. I have. I have one big race that I want to talk about. All right. Um, I, did, I did, like, a, a smaller triathlon with Emro and Emro qualified for um, nationals. nationals. Yep. But two weeks after that, which is really smart, by the way, you know, you do a race and then two weeks later you do an even bigger race. It's a really <laughs> smart race plan. Oh yeah. Um, but I did the Chicago Marathon. Hey, one of hey. Uh, what ten thousand people that did it. Oh my God, like a bajillion people. Uh, did how did it. you get in? How did you get in? Were you lucky on the draw? Yeah, I did the uh, I did the lottery. I did it back like a year ago. I did the lottery, oh. and then I found out in like December or January that I got in. Okay. But I don't know if you guys remember, Fitcast listeners. I sprained my ankle every year apparently. Yep. So during my fourteen mile run, I sprained my ankle this year. So I was out of training for probably a month, and I really considered deferring my entry to the marathon I was like nope it's not gonna happen this year like 26.2 miles is a lot it's not gonna happen and I put on my calendar I said this is a day you have to defer your marathon entry um but clearly I didn't defer it I just decided to go for it even though I wasn't as well trained as I thought I would be I did it and I I finished fantastic were you happy with your time you know, I was. I came in with, like, no expectations. In the beginning of the year, I wanted to Boston qualify. I thought that was a pretty good goal for me. Okay. Um, but then after the ankle sprain, I was like, nope, just finish it. So I, that's what, I went in with that attitude. You know, no pressure. If you got to slow down, slow down. If you need to stop, you can stop. And that was my attitude going into it. And first of all, I had a fucking blast. It oh, was fun. the most fun. 
It's the most fun race I had because there's no pressure on you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well, you know, every race I I'm in, I do that. I haven't worn a watch in years, so I know it's it's a great thing to do. But then also, I ended up doing pretty well. I I ran at three forty one, which was like sub eight thirty miles. So I I did great. I'm really proud of myself for that. Like just following through with it. Fantastic. So now your ankle did it hurt during the race, or was it just nope. a factor during training? No, just a factor during training. It didn't hurt at all during the race. You know, I've been taking care of it, doing my exercises every day. Um, one thing that was not fun was the weather got pretty hot. Yeah. And that's... I know this is not hot by Austin standards, but it got up to like 80-something during the race, like maybe 82. Okay. So that was, it was hot. And so you had to manage them, pour some water on you, and make sure you're hydrating. Okay. But I luckily I finished before noon, so it really wasn't that big of a deal. Oh well, okay. Well, that's uh, that's glad you. I'm happy you finished it. I uh, I'm sorry about the weather. You know, it was actually like that warm. They didn't like cut people off like they did last time when that happened. No, no. I mean, they, there's a cutoff if you take too long, but they didn't say like, oh, it's too hot. No, that happened a couple of years ago. Yeah. Where they canceled the whole thing. And I believe the Cubs were playing the Dodgers in the playoffs at that time. Oh, were they? Yes, wow, they were. what a coincidence. The Dodgers bring the hot weather to Chicago, apparently. Speaking of which, score one to nothing uh, bad guys right now. What? Yeah, so I'm not oh, sure. Man. Well, but... Uh, well, uh, anything else from the the run? What made it so fun? Oh, I, I do need to give a shout out to my uh, my Sherpa crew. Okay, got to give that? a shout out to my parents and my fiance Gianni. Okay, they were awesome. So it's a marathon. It's like a long distance, and so you don't just want to see everybody right at the beginning and right at the end. So I rode out. And Fonz, you totally believe this because when I write out the the FitCast outlines, they're like super detailed and like just organized. I wrote out directions for how to go see me at different mile markers during <laughs> what, the marathon. And what time you were going to be there. And what time I was going to be there. Like I gave a range because I was like, okay, I'll run between eight and nine minute miles. I gave directions on public transit, everything. So I saw people like everywhere. It was amazing. I was so happy just to like see a smiling face. So I saw uh, my parents. I saw Gianni. I saw Erin Rohan. I got to give her a huge shout out. I saw her at mile seven. Nice. And I saw Erica Agron. She surprised me at mile 13. She just, I didn't know she was going to be there. She just yelled my name. So that was just so awesome. So that's what made it fun. Very cool. And then uh, November Project, I should, they, had a, they had a cheering station? They had a cheering station at mile 22, okay. which for the record, anyone who's going to spectate a marathon, mile 22 is a good place to do it because people need you at that point. <laughs> yeah, I believe that. You are very needed. And if it's a hot day, you know, and you've got a table full of Gatorade or water or ice or something, it's good to... To hand that out. But November Project was awesome. Um, there was a monkey head being passed around. A bunch of people were wearing the monkey head. I know Emro was wearing it. Emma was wearing it. Yeah. That was hilarious. I've seen videos of that monkey head dancing around the Chicago Marathon. I think it was on the news. Really? Was it on the news? Uh, I think so, but I'm not in Chicago, so I don't. 
I don't know. It might have been just... Oh, when I say news, I mean my Facebook news feed. That's oh, what I mean okay. for news. Well, we have to find the <laughs> video of Emma dancing in that and post it on our Facebook page. For sure. For sure. It's, uh, it's a classic thing. And, you know, you don't... Emma Brown, I don't know if she... Uh, we got to tag Emma Brown in this one, too. I don't know oh, if... Yeah. Uh, she's willing to admit it since she had her face covered, but uh, I can I can recognize Emma Brown's dance moves from a mile oh, yeah. away. They're very recognizable. <laughs> so she's a she's a skilled uh, ballerina. <laughs> ballerina, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I call those dance moves. So after the race, you have a beer. Um, after the race, they had tables and tables of Goose Island three one two beer, very nice. and so I snagged one up. Actually, at the finish line, I got to give out. A good shout out to um, my old high school classmate, Melissa Peterman, and she's not Peterman anymore. She got married, but um, I ran into her at the finish line, which was awesome. She was a runner. She went track with me in high school. Um, so we grabbed our beer, we got our photos taken, and we chatted the whole way through the finish line shoot. Oh, very cool. So that was fun. And then I went out for brunch afterwards. And I had a beer mosa. Have you heard of a beer mosa? I've heard of one. I've never had one because, you know, I like my beer. I like my champagne, but I don't like them necessarily at the same time. Well, this is just orange juice and beer. Oh, so no champagne. Not too bad. It's pretty good. You got to do it with like a good wheat beer. Okay. Yeah, that would make sense. You got that little that citrus flavor in there. Yeah, that was what I was craving. So that's what that's what it, we did. It was so good. Oh, what an amazing day. It was. So I just want to throw it out there. I was officially six minutes away from Boston qualifying. Six minutes and three seconds. So I want to seek out advice. I know we have a lot. We've had a lot of Boston qualifiers on the FitCast. Um, I know a lot of our listeners are Boston qualifiers. What can I do to shave Six minutes. We'll say eight minutes off of my time because six is not going to cut it unofficially. But how do I how do I shave that off? I mean, I I didn't have a good training season. I know I could train better. Um, any any tips, guys? Email us ksuckfonsfitcast at gmail dot com. I want to be cute. I want to do it. I have a tip for you. Oh, uh-oh, let's hear it. I do. So if you want to qualify, if you want to use Chicago to qualify. Okay, and you I do. Want, yeah, all right. So how old are you? I'm 29. I'll be 30 next year. Then you don't have to shave six minutes off. You bounce up a, You bounce up an age level. No, you level. don't. It's 35. Oh, really? It's a 10-year gap? Yes. Isn't that stupid? Yeah. They don't even care about us 30-year-olds. Our <laughs> life is hard enough turning 30. Oh, so you need to shave off six minutes or wait six mm-hmm. years. Yep. So my brother Terry qualified at 55. Wow, what was his time? So I was somewhere around three twenty something. Oh jeez. Yeah, well maybe I should just train with him. <laughs> <laughs> Although every day, whether he runs or not, he's got ice packs all over his body. So Because he's in pain. <laughs> yeah, that's his whole life. So that's just being a fifty year old runner. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um, but yeah, amazing. Well, what else you got from Chicago Marathon? Anything? Because this is these are great, amazing stories. I want to hear more. I, know. I mean, that's really my only. That was like my biggest race, and I'm just really proud of how I did. And I I'm inspired to to try to do better. 
I've got a turkey trot on the calendar coming up. Oh, that's huge. That's that's like it's like bigger than the marathon, but I have to do it when I'm hungover, so that is a really big deal. Yeah, well, that's that's what happens. Uh, Thanksgiving time. You know, you know about. Do you know about the ultra runners turkey trot? You know about this one? No, it's like eighty miles. Nine. Yeah. So there's a group of Chicago or Midwest ultra runners who do their own quote unquote turkey trot. And they run from Chicago to Milwaukee every uh, Friday after Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, my God. That's 90 miles, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. That's their turkey trot. It's sort of to mock the whole turkey trot 5K thing. And they're like, yeah, we're going to do a turkey trot, except uh, we're going to run from Chicago to Milwaukee. Um, not for me. 26.2 <laughs> is as far as I go. That's fair. For now. Um, Fonz, I know that you had a fun race that wasn't as long as a marathon. It was not nearly as long as a marathon. <laughs> Tell us about it. It was uh, a try, right? It was a try. I don't actually, I didn't look at my time, um, but I'm guessing it was under an hour and a half. I hope it was under an hour and a half. Um, it was a sprint slash super sprint triathlon. <laughs> I'm not sure. Semi-sprint. Semi-super semi sprint triathlon. But the fun part about it was the starting line uh was a water slide wait the starting line was a water slide yeah so you start I, mean, oh, we talked, I think we talked about this on the last podcast so you have to go down the water slide before you go in the water that's how you start the race so you you basically so there's no waves you literally start the race one person at a time spread <laughs> out 10 seconds each and you oh start going down the water slide. It was incredible. It wasn't. I think on the last podcast I said it was Schlitterbahn. It's not. It's a different water park in the same town. Um, but yeah, you just wait at the bottom of the ladder till the person ahead of you goes, and then you climb up the ladder and you go down the uh, water slide, and that's how you start the race. So, how tall was this water slide? Uh, tall, I would say fifty feet. Wow. So does that count towards your swim time? Because you're going pretty fast it, down that slide. It, it, here's the thing. It counts toward your time, does it, but doesn't count toward the distance. Oh, that's true. So yeah. all the time you're on the slide, it's just basically giving up time. So yeah. it, it was very interesting. There were lots of crazy rules. Let me talk a little bit about this race. So um, the key is to get a good – and they have a – you know, if you imagine going on a slide, there's a little bar above your head where uh, – you do the whole swing back and launch yourself down the slide. It was key to be able to figure out how to use that. Okay, so how did you pick up on this? You watched other people, or did you go out and practice? Yeah, I went late. I went late in the. You couldn't practice. There's no warm up for this race. If you wanted to get a swim warm up, wow, um, that's not fair. Yeah, there was no swim warm up. So um, yeah, I was I was a little later in the. Uh, we just they just said line up in order that you want to line up. We're like, all right, cool. So I lined up near the back. My friend uh, Corey and I did it. We got to take Corey in this one. He was a great competitor. He actually came in fourth, one second behind third place. <laughs> wow. And that included his water slide time. The water slide time as well. So, But, yeah, I watched some other people, and um, you got a good strategy. And then I got in the swim, and it was great. So I, I it, it was weird because it was a 150-meter swim followed by about a – 50 to 75 meter walk no running allowed so because it's a pool deck you're not allowed to run so so we went from about 70 degree water swim you walk 100 yards or 75 yards and then uh you get in a pool and then you go 150 meter swim 
Oh, 150 meters. Yeah, so it was 150, followed by a walk, followed by another 150. And then you could run from the swimming pool to the transition. Then you get on your bike, and then you bike. But you can't run between the two pools. No, because if you've ever if you ever know a lifeguard, you're not allowed no, to run on the pool. No bike. running, no running. <laughs> no running. So, uh, yeah, that was the transition, which uh, which was interesting. And it, it kind of, from a game theory standpoint, you can actually swim that first 150 a lot faster because you know you're going to get you you have a break to walk. Right, so your heart rate can drop a little bit and get a little, get a little breather before you start the second half of the swim, which was about fourteen degrees warmer than the first part of the swim. <laughs> oh my god, because they were different pools. Yeah, one was open, a spring-fed pool, and the other one was an actual swimming pool, which is like in the mid eighties. <laughs> so that was pretty fun. Went to transition, hopped on my, or changed and hopped on my bike. You know, with a. I, I I did my mountain bike. You know, I took my mountain bike on this. Yeah, uh, you said you were going to do your mountain bike. And you held your own, didn't you? I did. It was fun. So one of the great part about racing with Corey, you know, I'm all, I'm a fast swimmer. So I'm out of the water and I'm out of the transition before he got out of the water. And I'm biking and I'm like, all right, I'm on my mountain bike. I know he's a young, fast, super stud. So I'm like, all right, he's going to catch me. I just don't know when. So uh, he caught me about halfway and a little over halfway. And then on the way back, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to push it and pass him. So I'm like, wow, I'm going to sprint. So I passed him and we kind of went back and forth for a little bit. Um, but I got a, I got penalized on the bike. What did you do? Uh, there was a speed limit. So I, I, I went over Wait, the maximum like speed limit. A speed limit? Like you can't go faster then? Yeah, there was a pretty oh, steep hill and they told us before the race. I'm going to take a little side story here. They told us before the race, during the pre-race prayer, that we weren't going to be speeding. Oh, during the prayer? So, like, dear God, please don't let anyone go over 15 miles an hour on the hill, hint, hint. That was In Jesus' was. name, amen. <laughs> that, the prayer was hilarious. I never really, I don't think I've ever seen a prayer in a race before. It was like, yes, make sure everybody is safe especially during the part where they've got to go downhill and they don't, God, make sure that people don't speed going down that hill. And if they do, that uh, they understand that there's somebody with a speed gun at the bottom and going to penalize them. I'm like, is this a prayer or race instruction? Oh my gosh, back, that is backhanded. <laughs> I was laughing at it. Um, but then anyhow, we finished, I got my penalty. I actually, I assume I got a penalty. He saw me with his little speed gun and I saw him writing down numbers. So I assume it was me. Um, but then, yeah, I saw Corey in the transition and a sucker like he is, he's got biking shoes and a fancy bike. Uh, I passed him in the transition because I didn't have biking shoes on my mountain bike. So I just, got to bike. Just... Yeah, there you go. There's a strategy <laughs> folks in your next triathlon. Just wear the same shoes. In fact, wear shoes for the swim because you're going to need them when you walk from one pool to the other. <laughs> exactly. Pro tip. Pro one, tip for pro the Falcon Funds. Never take your shoes off during a triathlon. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I passed it, but then he's like, within 15 seconds out of the gate, he was past me, and then he was long gone. He was running seven. Okay. Close, probably close to seven minutes. He gotcha. Yeah, he passed me. But it was, it was super fun. Corey, thank you for going up. I also have to... Uh, I think I gave props to Amanda and Lara in the last one because I said they were going to do it. They're the ones who uh, sort of started the whole sign up for this race thing, and they bailed on it. So I'm happy Corey did. Wait, they bailed on it? Yeah, they just they're like, yeah, triathlons are cool, but 
I'm too cool for school. So they uh, they just didn't they didn't know there was gonna be a slide. Yeah, they uh, they they may have had their own reasons, but I get to call them out on it. But uh, that's okay. Corey did it, and we had a great time. He's got a convertible Jeep, so we drove back from the race like an hour convertible going it was fun and they give out free sausages after the race hey you can't ask for anything better than that <laughs> exactly so um so yeah it was a great race and uh triathlon season is done here except for the 70.3 i'm not doing it i don't think i know anybody doing it but um yeah that was the race season it was uh it was fun i'm glad uh, i'm glad you had a good marathon and my triathlon went well I know. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna put that try on my list, Fonz. Next year, I'm gonna come down, stay in your uh, coach house, and we'll we'll tackle that slide together. You know who uh, came down and stayed? Danny Kruger. Ah, oh, Danny. Yeah. yeah. She and her husband came down, stayed in the coach house. We went to Barton Springs, and we did a lot of brewery stuff. Um, you know, Danny. I do know Danny. We're gonna tag her in here. I want to know how your time was. I hope that Fonz was. Uh, very hospitable to you. Yeah, I, I, I think they enjoyed the coach house, the outdoor shower in our coach house or outside of our coach house. And uh, yeah, Barton Springs, the whole thing. So I'm, I'm glad uh, I'm glad they came down and it was a great time. She's, uh, she's a lot like you in that she's a badass. She's super fast. She likes triathlons and drinks all kinds of different beer. And her husband. I didn't it. know she was a triathlete. We we're like the same person. Yeah. Danny, let's be friends. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so that's that. Well, um, I th that's all the activities I got. Did you have you had any other races or anything that's come up? I have nothing. I mean, it, it was. It was a really good season. So I'm, I'm just happy. I'm ready to chill for a little bit, though. I'm ready to, like, run when I want to run and swim when I want to swim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in uh, fact, today is Thursday. I haven't even decided what I'm doing for a workout tomorrow. Have you? Um... No, but I'm going to go mountain biking this weekend oh. because Johnny got a new mountain bike. So I inherited his old one. <laughs> How many bikes do you two have between the two of you? Now, before you answer that question, a tandem bike counts as one and a half. So how many okay. bikes, how many bikes right. do you have? Because we do own one tandem bike. So, that's one so is it only bikes that are rideable nope. currently? Nope, nope. Stationary, All of them? stationary bikes with one wheel, whatever unicycles. Okay. Well, we each have a road bike and we each have a mountain bike. So that's four. I have a tri bike. He has a commuter bike. Six. Um, he has a commuter bike that he doesn't use. Seven. He has a clown bike, which is the coolest fucking thing you've ever seen. It's got like little tiny wheels, but the seats like normal sized. Ooh, that's a fun little eighth bike. It's a clown bike. Yeah. And then we've got the tandem. Nine and a half. The two of you have nine and a half bikes. I think I said ten just off the top of my head one time, so I'll count that. Yep, that's fair. Awesome. That's wow. ridiculous. That's a lot of bikes. That's, that's too many bikes. That's a lot of chain oil. Do you have a special like barrel of chain oil in the in your, I don't, in your right? <laughs> No, we we just have a lot of grease everywhere. It's just everywhere. That's fair. It's a greasy, greasy house. But luckily now we have a garage to store all this stuff in. In the city, uh, yes. I had like. One bike in storage and one bike in my apartment and one bike out on the porch. Yeah, you got to hang them from the ceiling sometimes. Yeah, we're going to have to start doing that in the garage. <laughs> yep, I believe it. Hello, suburban life. Oh, well. So I have a game for us to play. Are you ready? Oh, no, you have a game? I do. Okay. You knew I have a game. Don't sound surprised because I, I know, asked you to I put I know, I came up and you told me to come up with questions. <laughs> so... 
I do it for show, FitCast fans. I do it for show. <laughs> well, this game is specifically designed to get our listeners to throw their iPods, iPhones, and whatever other materials they have into Lake Michigan or Barton Springs. And here's why they're going to want to do it. Because we're going to ask each other super easy questions that the other person has no chance of knowing the answer to. You won't have it. Oh, you might know one. All right. But that's it. I've got three that our older listeners or cultured listeners. I say cultured because one doesn't matter what your age is, but you need to be cultured to answer. And I don't think you are. Wow. So, that is a statement, Fonz. So we'll get there. I've got three questions. How many do you have there? I've got three. Three as well. All right. Um, let's flip a coin to see who uh, who goes first. So I'm flipping a coin. and I go ahead. Heads it is. You go first. I go first. So I ask you first? Yep. Okay. So this is a current pop culture question. Current pop culture. Got it. Current pop culture question. So, and this is a pretty easy one. So just saying. Yeah, okay. So which, if I get it wrong, I'm an idiot. Is that what you're saying? No, it's just, I'll, I'll tell you why it's an easy one. Okay, which Kardashian sister is currently... Pregnant, has a baby in them right now. All right, so let's go through the Kardashians. You got the one that's a Jenner, right? Bruce Jenner's daughter. You got you got you got a Jenner in there. You got some Jenners in there. So there's uh before I'm not this is not I'll tell you one of my final answers. I'm just gonna go through the Kardashians now. So they're famous for being famous. Kim, Chloe. Those are the only two I can name. I don't think either of them is the Jenner. But uh, who's pregnant? Since yeah. I only know those two, I'm going to flip a coin and say that Chloe uh, Kardashian is pregnant. So, see, it's an easy one because there's three of them that are pregnant right now. Oh, so I was right. So you were right. It's Kim, Chloe, and then Kylie, which is a Jenner. Kylie she's pregnant too, apparently. <laughs> Although there's rumors that she's faking her pregnancy. Oh, no. <laughs> So good job. You got it right, Fonz. All right. Well, good. I got that one right, even though I wasn't really right, and I didn't really get Kylie's name. But all right. So cool. They're all pregnant? Seriously? Isn't one of them Apparently, dating some music according guy? According to the tabloids. Isn't uh, Kim Kardashian dating or married some other guy I know? Kanye West. Kanye right? West. Yeah, music guy. Oh, that should have been my question. You wouldn't have known that one. Uh, I could have gotten there if I had given some Oh, time, man. But... I guessed the wrong one. So who are the fathers of the other two? Do you know? Do I you mean, know? I th that would be a good question to ask our listeners. First person to email us the yeah. correct answer to the baby daddy of Kylie and or Chloe, I'm going to send you a freebie from uh, Scratch Products. All right, fantastic. Also, you get 15 Live Love Paddle points if you get that question right as well. All right. Fantastic. All right, so... I'm going to Google it right now, too, by the way. Yeah, no, oh, that's right. People can Google this. Oh, we already have an email. How about that? Oh, it's from you. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even put it on the air yet, Fonz. <laughs> yeah, but the people listening to this will not believe that it's not on the air because they're listening to Oh, I just got an email from Chloe K., I don't know what that Okay, means. what did she say? <laughs> My baby daddy doesn't appreciate you. <laughs> Kanye West. It's Kanye West. What? Kanye for all of them? Kanye's just... Yeah, he's, a good, he's a good looking man. 
getting off in everybody. <laughs> Update, uh, LA Dodgers 2, Chicago Cubs 0. No, stop. I don't want these updates. All right, I'll give it Keep talking right. about the Kardashians. Uh, new update. Uh, Chicago Cubs 38, uh, Dodgers 2. I love the way you lie, Fonz. <laughs> All right, I got a question for you. Uh, this okay. Is, this is a music question. Who are... Oh, yeah. You were getting me with these the other night, too. Yep. Well, I got a new one. Who are Mark Goodman and Martha Quinn? Mark Goodman? Mark Goodman and Martha Quinn. I don't know. Oh, see, is this musical artists? This is it's a music question. This question, there are seventy-eight people who are older than you, all throwing their iPads into their local swimming pools right now because you don't know who Mark Goodman. People Martin. know who these people are. Mark, I don't know, yes. like Fleetwood Mac. No, I know Fleetwood Mac. They're a musical group. No, they're not a musical group. But I don't, I'm not supposed to give you hints. It's just a music question, but it's designed so that it's the easiest question in the world. We're like the editors of Rolling Stone. I don't know. They were the original MTV VJs. Two of the original MTV what? VJs. Yes. Wow. What year was that? Like 1985? Somewhere in the 80s. Yeah, I would say that. <laughs> I wasn't born yet. This isn't fair because you are alive for my questions. I was not alive for yours. That's true. Just pointing that out. That's true, but... Uh... Right now, the, the listeners who who know the answer to that question are no longer listening because their respective iPods and iPhones and whatever other phones they have, they're swimming in the bottom of the lake right now because they're All pissed right. at you because it's a super easy question. That's the point of this game. Okay, super well, easy questions that your okay. podcast partner doesn't right. know. I got a harder question for you. All right. Go ahead. got a harder one. Okay. So Ed Sheeran, do you know who he is? No. Oh, my God. You're not going to get this question. I've heard his name, so, though, so go ahead with the question. This is a music question. So Ed Sheeran had something happen right before his big tour. What what happened to him? He fell off the stage and twisted his ankle. That's a very good answer, but I can't give you half credit. He broke his arm. Oh, but he fell off the stage. I don't know if he fell. I think he did it like skateboarding or something. Okay, well... <laughs> Uh, who's that? Who's he, is, he right. a, is he a vocalist? What band is he with? What? Uh... Oh, he's Ed Sheeran. Oh, he's just his own deal. He's just his own. I'm in love with the shape of you. Push and pull like a magnet. Ah, uh, we haven't had singing on this before. I think with this this series of questions, we may have some extra singing. I guess so. All right, I'm ready to get one right, Fonz. Give me a good one. Movie question. Movies. Movies. All right, so I'm going to read the question, and you can ask for exactly one hint. Uh-oh. Okay. I'm going to give you a hint, and then you can ask for one extra. Okay. When Bender, played by Judd Nelson, got accused of having pot from the vice principal, where did he hide the pot and then tell the principal where it was? Here's your hint. He was telling you Oh, shit, this is the breakfast club. Where was the pot? Oh, God. I know the movie. Oh. Are Am this, I right? It's the Breakfast Club. Uh, your second hint is yes. Where was the pot? And. Oh, I can't remember, but I remember the movie. This is really good that I know the movie, though. That is. That's very good. 
You got the name Bender, or did you just get Judd Nelson? That was the only movie you know he was in. No, 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 no. I knew, I knew both of those. All right, Bender. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna just have to guess. I get a half point for that, I think. Well, it depends what your guess is. Um, he hit it. In his butthole. No. <laughs> you get a half point. You know what? You get a half point. Stick with that answer. You get a half point. Okay. You can change it. <laughs> it's in Johnson's underwear. Oh, that's right! Damn it! <laughs> it was in John. He shoved it down. Uh... Down his underwear. I remember this whole scene now. Yeah. And he's. It yeah, was. I haven't uh... seen that movie since I was a kid. What's his name? The kid, the geek guy. What was his name like? I don't remember anybody's names until I hear them. Yeah. So uh, yeah, he. Threw it down his pants and just before the principal came, vice principal came. So, all right, you get a half point. Very nice. All right, so it's one half point to one point. <sighs> yes, right, because I had a gimme because I couldn't be wrong unless I didn't know a single Kardashian. All right, all right. Uh, you're gonna get this one. We'll see. You're gonna get this one. All right. So there was a recent famous person that has been acute in. Um, in entertainment industry, who was accused of sexual harassment and unwelcome sexual advances on many, many women. What was his name and what is his profession? I, you know what? I could, uh, I could probably come up with four correct answers. Because yeah, you probably yes. could, but this is the latest one. <laughs> the latest one. Harvey Weinstein. Okay, you get a half point. Do you a, know what his profession is? He was a producer. Damn it. See, I made mine way easier. Yeah, well, you know, it's a it's a big deal now. Like the news and the whole by the way, one of my and this is not my favorite thing, although it should be now after I just mentioned it now. The uh the the current sexual harassment sort of bubble on lifting and awareness here is uh it's a good thing. I think uh we don't get political on this show, but, you know, awareness is always a good thing. Oh, yeah. And I think a lot of it was sparked by this Harvey Weinstein douchebag doing what he's been doing for 30 years. And, and getting just, away with it. And so getting long. away with it and destroying so many people's lives. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's a horrible thing he did. And uh hope those act, actresses get... Uh, get their fair shake in court and he goes to jail and all that happens. You know, I hope people take them seriously. Like, I don't know. I just don't. Why do you think that people would lie about that happening to them? Yeah. Well, especially like, since everybody. people are lying about the same thing. Oh, it's a coincidence. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Anyways. I got one I think I have one last question to put the nail in my coffin, funds. So I'm two. I have two. So you need to get a point and a half on this question. Okay, maybe I can. The good news is that there is a extra credit point if you can spell the answer. Or spell <laughs> spell the question. You gotta answer it and then spell the question. Ready? Okay. Who is Mr. Mistopheles? And then um, spell Mr. Mistopheles is the bonus question. Is he in the um karate kid? Uh Mr. Miyagi. He's not related to Mr. Not Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> Mr. Mistopheles? I don't know. Mr. Mr. Mistopheles? No, I've heard of this before. Um, It was a Disney movie. It was like Alice in Wonderland or something. Wasn't he like a cat? Um, with your... I'm going to say Alice in Wonderland. He was the cat. 
you get one-sixth of one point because Mr. Mistopheles was a cat from the musical Cats. Oh, damn it. See, I knew that one, though. Like, I, I got it close. So even though it doesn't matter, you don't have any chance of uh, catching up, you can get a little closer if you can, st- if you can spell Mr. Mistopheles. Just the Mistopheles part. Is it okay? Pronounce it one more time. Mistopheles, Mr. Mistopheles. Mistopheles. The original. Um, can you please use cat. it? What is what is the country of origin? Mr. Mistopheles. The country of origin is the cats. language of origin. Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> so British. <laughs> um, and what what? Can you use it in a sentence. Mr. Mistopheles is the original conjuring cat. I got this. Because you Googled it while I was asking the question. No. Okay. I didn't Google it. You okay. would have heard me. Remember when I was typing oh, earlier? Yeah. That's right. Boom, 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 boom. Um, Okay. M-I-S-S. And, all right. That's all what? we get. T-O-F-F-L-L-E-Z-E-S. Correct. Mistopheles. Not even close. But that's okay. You got uh, you got one sixth of one point for guessing he was a cat from a Disney movie. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll take it. I'll take every <laughs> little bit I can get. Well, that was a fun little game. I'm happy I won. All right. That just goes to show that if you were alive for the thing that happened, you have an advantage in a quiz that may be what we get out of this that's that's exactly what we get out of i i will accept that i will accept that although you were alive when uh bender got accused of for having pot what was that like 1988 yeah somewhere in there i didn't even have language capacities at that point just pointing that out well didn't mean that there wasn't (laughs) pot in johnson's underwear there sure was (laughs) all right should we move on to our seggies Let's move on to our segments. I know a good segment to start out with. All right, what is it? Our favorite thing segment brought wait, wait, to us. Wait, you're singing? What's that singing? These are a few of our favorite things. I don't even think you were alive when that song was written. How do you? Well, you know, know what? It? I fucking know it. So shut up. <laughs> Why wasn't that on the quiz? <laughs> All right, what are our favorite things, and who's our sponsor? Our sponsor for this is Scratch Labs, and I am a brand ambassador for them. Oh, fantastic. And they recently came out with a really cool product that I like that is one of my favorite things, but not for the favorite things segment. Got it. And that is their energy bars. Okay. They're like granola bars, but they're all natural. They're not made out of anything like synthetic or fake or whatever. Um, they're so good. There's three different flavors. They have a miso teriyaki one. Okay. Or it's a miso ginger one. Sorry, miso I ginger. think there's teriyaki in it. And it's like so good. It's like a salty granola bar. Are these so, all vegan, by the way? Are these all vegan? Oh, all vegan. Okay. Oh, yeah, totally. All vegan, all natural. Um, I, I love it. And it was like I ate it and I was like, I need to immediately buy a box of these. And so that's what I did from my phone in the parking lot of where it was. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. I bought an entire box. Um, they're so good. So everybody check out Scratch Labs. Um, we'll put a link to them on our page too. For sure, for sure. But thanks, Scratch, for sending me free shit. 
You rock. All right. And for sponsoring our favorite things. And sponsoring our favorite things. Okay. So, so what's your favorite thing? My favorite thing, which is not the the scratch energy bar, but it should be. Um, my favorite thing is a show that is very popular nowadays. Cats? And I will tell you right now, I have never even seen this show, but it's my favorite thing. Oh. It's called Game of Thrones. Oh, interesting. I've never heard of it. <laughs> you never heard of it? No, I'm sure none of our <laughs> listeners have ever heard of it. So how is it your favorite thing if you've never seen it? Yeah, I've never seen it, but you know what? It, it keeps my fiance occupied when I want to do shit on my own. <laughs> there you go. You know it's what? That's really great. There's value in that. I appreciate it. There really that. is. And he reads all the books now. Like that's what he does with this train ride. And he nerds out about it and tells me all the spoilers because I don't even care. It's just like a great outlet for him. And I just want to thank Game of Thrones for keeping Johnny happy. One of the problems that we have is that that game and your favorite thing is really inducing our 16 listeners that we have to throw their phones into the water. And we're going to lose all of our, all of our listeners because they don't have phones anymore. Why are they going to throw it into the water? Because I said I hadn't seen it? And yeah, because you haven't seen Game of Thrones. I haven't seen Game of Thrones. Our listeners are like... I can't believe that they don't know where the pot is, the Johnson's underwear and the Kardashians and the Game of Thrones. Whatever. Ed Sheeran, Ed Sheeran is never going to be on our fit cast because you didn't know he broke his arm. <laughs> That's true. I was wrong. I thought he broke his ankle. So, ah, well, all right. Well, it's Game of Thrones. You know what? I, I, I have also never seen Game of Thrones and it, uh, it does distract the people that, uh, that are around and we don't need to uh, we don't need to be spending time with them all the time. That's true. So. But what's your favorite thing, Fonz? Uh, it's a TV show as well. Is Game of Thrones oh. a TV show? Yeah, it's a it's a big. We one. don't plan these guys. We don't plan our favorite things. We do not. It's a new show uh, called The Good Place with Kristen Bell and Ted Danson. Have you seen this? Oh, Kristen Bell, of course. Yeah, well, Kristen Bell is my favorite thing, but outside of that, I can't just say Kristen Bell every, every week. I can't just be like, guess what? It's Kristen Bell. No. Uh, this show is hilarious. Have you seen it, partner? No, I've never seen it. Yeah. I've never heard of it. It's hilarious. So, you know, she's like, she was Anna on uh, Frozen, right? She was the actress who played Anna on Frozen. Super talented, love her and her husband, Dak Shepard, like, they're like the cutest couple ever. And she plays, like, she's a bad person in the show, and it's kind of funny because it's hard to picture her as a bad person, but it's it's fun. It's a great show. So those of our listeners out there, go ahead and go on your Hulu or Netflix, probably not Netflix yet, but Hulu, definitely, and uh, check out The Good Place. All right. And Game of Thrones. I hear that's a good one. <laughs> I'm told as well. People, uh... Every Sunday night or Monday morning or whatever, everybody's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. I'm like, all right, okay, cool. So excellent uh, favorite things. I uh, I may uh, not check out Game of Thrones. in no. the <laughs> <laughs> uh, But let's go on to our next, uh, our next seggy. Let's go on to our next seggy. It's our mailbag. Live, love, paddle. Thank you for uh, sponsoring Live, love, paddle. You can take bat tours any night of the week, although right now we're in the middle of October. Things, uh, the bats are going to be leaving. They're going to be heading down to Mexico for the winter. So you better. Yeah, when do they actually leave? You don't know for sure? Well, nobody knows for sure. They, they base it on their, their cool front or when the corn gets harvested and they don't get to eat their corn moths. 
but it's coming up soon because it is uh, cooling off here and the corn's going to be harvested. So the bats head back down to Mexico and uh, we'll see them next spring. All right. So just a couple weeks left to book your trip, live, love, paddle, bat tours. But you can still do kayaking stuff when there's no bats, right? Ky kayak all year round. So that's all not right. a problem. Not a problem. So we have daytime tours or rentals, but uh, no more bats after a couple weeks from now. So sign up now. Um, actually, this Sunday night, I am actually doing a tour. Little conflict because that is game seven of the National League Championship Series. So, oh, man, we are really wishful thinking here, aren't we, Fonz? Especially since the score is now three to zero. I really wish you wouldn't do that. <laughs> Podcast partner, this was not part. I don't have my phone out. You told me to throw it into Lake Michigan, yes. and now I have no way of getting updates. I would just rather be heartbroken when we're done. Thanks. All right. Well, the Dodgers have bases loaded with nobody out, so we'll just hope for the oh best. Oh, my God. You're the worst person. <laughs> Who sent us mail? I got a bunch of them. So, um, I've got a bunch, too. I've got uh, actually just two. But, um, yeah, do you want to go first or should I? Yeah, I'll go first because this one actually has to do with um, our last guest, okay. which was Brad. Um, so this is from Ellie Belly. Brad Finkelday. Oh, Brad Finkelday, right? Yeah, Brad Finkelday. Okay. Um, so Ellie Belly says, I'm an athlete who really loves motivational books and self-improvement. I was so happy to hear what Brad had to say on your last podcast. I can't wait to read his book. I just ordered it online. Yes. Me too. I ordered it. I've been using it. It's awesome, by the way, Brad. You rock. Um, so she suggests, she says, I wanted to also suggest Gretchen Rubin. She has a good book for self-improvement too. I just wanted to recommend her. Her book is called The Happiness Project. Check it out, athletes and non-athletes alike. Oh, very nice. That's a great uh, great email. We love getting I, positive emails am, like that. Yeah, I have a friend who like recommended Gretchen Rubin to me, and so I bought her book a long time ago, and I haven't read it. So I'm going to have to read it now. <laughs> you better. I know. So I actually bought a T-shirt after Brad was on the uh, FitCast. I bought a T-shirt. You are awesome? Uh, you know what? I bought the You Are Beautiful one. So they, oh, they, I didn't know they had that one. I missed that one. Yeah, there are a few different ones. And you know what? You know what? I didn't even, you know, you put the shirt on and you're excited to wear it. But during the course of the day, you're not always taking inventory on what shirt you're wearing. And I was at a movie or some, some checkout line somewhere buying popcorn at the movie or a beer at a bar or whatever. And I just go up there to buy it. And the, the, the guy who saw me, I just walk up. I'm like, can I get it? He's like, thank you. He says thank you to me before I even ordered. I'm like, ah. <laughs> uh, uh, you're welcome. Can I get my order, please? <laughs> but it was great. Like people just thank you throughout the course of the day when you wear a you're an awesome shirt or you're beautiful or whatever. It was, it was you know what? It's it's worth the twenty bucks or whatever it was to buy a shirt. Yeah, I haven't bought a shirt yet. I'm gonna have to buy a shirt. Yep. Get online for Brad Finkel Day. Go to our last episode. Listen to it, and you'll want to buy. Uh, you want to buy it as well. And if you have any questions for our guest last week or anything we've said today, if you're pissed off and you don't have a phone anymore, <laughs> kselfonsfitcast at gmail.com. We also take a Messenger Pigeon. Yep. It'll take a while. You can send it either to Chicago or Austin. Either one's cool. The birds will want to go down to Austin, so we'll send them to you. That's true. So, 
All right, I have a I have an email here. It's kind of funny because it's actually from Jake from State Farm. Oh my gosh, Jake from State Farm. Jake from State Farm. That's what, she uh, sounds hideous. She does, but uh, let's see what Jake from State Farm has to say. I try to work out about four days a week. I know I feel better when I work out in the morning, uh, but it's tough to get out of bed, and I always find a reason to sleep in. Yeah, that, that happens. Yeah, I hear you. I rarely have plans at night. <laughs> Poor guy's kind of a loser, maybe. Sorry, Jake. Oh, that's so mean. He's an actual. Li- we need all the listeners we can get. Well, I think he works like at two in the morning. <laughs> uh, but working out after work is just tough. I'm tired and hungry. As soon as I get home, I sit down on the couch, and it's hard to get out once I get home. Yep, that happens. Oh yeah, that's the truth, isn't it? So, he, so he asked how he can remedy this. How? What? What? What's his way to get out and not be lazy in the morning and in the afternoon? Oh, man. I mean, if you're not a morning person, I get it. It takes a lot to change that. Mm -hmm. But maybe he could start slowly with the morning stuff. Like maybe just like one day a week, wake up early and do like a spin class. Or it helps when you have other people, right? Yeah. So we had accountability buddies in a couple podcasts ago, right? Yeah, accountability buddies. Um, And I like like your idea of, of signing up for class, whether it's morning or evening. Like, you sign up for that 6 p.m. class, and you're more likely to go. You're not going to go home yeah. and be like, all right, I'm going to go home and drop off my stuff and and then get changed and go out for a run, and then you sit down on TV. You're like, no, well, if you sign up for a class, you bring your gym clothes. Oh, here you go. You bring your gym clothes to work with you. I was just going to suggest that. I actually did that the other day. Yeah. There's um, a Wednesday evening run in a town near me. And I was working in a town close to there, and so I brought my running clothes, gym shoes, everything, and I changed before I left, and I drove and met him there. I didn't even go home because, well, Jake from State Farm knows what happens when you get home. You don't get off the couch. <laughs> exactly. Helps to do that. Yeah, no, it's uh, and that's it. I think I think it's a more of a, in addition to working out, it's sort of a life thing. Like, if you don't have to go home what's the point of going home? If you've got kids or pets or someone else at home, yeah, you should go there and spend time with them. But if you don't, home doesn't have anything to offer except rest. And if your goal is to work out, then you, you'll you have plenty of time to rest later. Like get your workout in, maybe uh, uh, get home a little later than you're normally used to and you'll feel you'll sleep better and you'll feel better about it. Yeah, I feel like, and you know what? I feel like ever since I started working out in the mornings, it's easier for me to fall asleep earlier and like just get tired naturally and then wake up with energy because I'm like doing something in the morning. So I wouldn't, Jake, I wouldn't give up on the whole morning thing. Maybe just kind of let it happen naturally. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, And just try different things. Like I said, like try to get up and work out in the morning. Try to, uh, you know, set a schedule, set classes, bring your stuff to work. Yeah, that's, that's great. Great, great advice, partner. Yeah. I've got some good news. Wait, before we go on, i got some good news. What's your good news? It's good news, bad news. The Dodgers no longer have anybody on base. Uh, Bad news is it's 7 to nothing right now. Oh, my God. That's terrible. Yeah. Uh, Seems like a grand slam to me. I think uh, by the time we get off this, there's going to be no reason to watch the game anymore. Oh, you know what? My mom just texted me. Oh, what did she say? 
She sent me the bitmoji that says WTF. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> is her is your mom has Cubs bitmoji? Is that is that what? Yeah, she's got a little Cubs bitmoji. And my favorite one was the other day. She sent one that said "Go to hell." Oh. And then she put Puig after. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, he's that guy's bad news. So. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, let's uh let's shut off our Cubs feeds because yeah, can shut off our. I have um I have a good email. All right, let's hear it. Yeah. So this one is kind of in a similar vein to Jake from State Farm. This is um Jeannie from Milwaukee. Okay. And she's looking for some advice too. She says, "I love the show. Thanks for putting it out there for us. I go to November Project workouts about twice a week." We all know about November Project. Yep. Um, usually on Wednesdays and Fridays. I heard that I have to increase the amount I work out to get in better shape. How do I do that with the set amount of time those workouts are? Well, yeah, because you can. They do allow you to sort of vary the intensity on it, but there's a there's an extent. Yeah, you know, they're like forty five minutes. Right. There's they're limited to exactly what. Uh, you know, that time frame, and it's hard to really, really change that. So what yeah. do you think? I think she's going to have to supplement. I think if you want to get into better shape, you got to work out more, right? Like yep. more days a week. Yep. Add different days a week. Or I was going to say, like, and this is what I've done during tri-season when I want to really get, get in shape and push it, spend a little more time, I'll either run to the workout. Yep. Or, or get... Bike. Or bike to the workout, which I still do, or get to the workout earlier and just do a 20-minute run before the workout or 20-minute run after if you have time, you know. There you go. Yeah, so uh, that's the way to do it. There's lots of different ways to do it. But, yeah, um, it sucks getting up 20 minutes earlier when you're already pushing it to try to wake up and get there. But uh, if you want to increase your cardio or whatever, I think. Uh, yeah, that's, and if you only have two days a week, that's a good way to do it. Yeah, exactly. Like if there's a, I work Monday, Wednesday, Friday at seven. There's no way I can work out before, but Tuesdays and Thursdays I can uh, work a little later. Well, just uh, you know, increase instead of a forty-five minute workout, do an hour and a half workout, right? Yep. There you go. So, all right, Jeannie. Hope uh, hope that was helpful. Yeah, if any of our listeners, KSalfonsFitcast at gmail dot com. If you have any other ways you can do it, just uh, let us know. All right, I got an email too. Okay. This is our last email, I think. You've already read yours, right? Yeah, I read my two. All right. So in this one, you know, we don't like talk politics, but uh, we may have to get into it in this answer. Ooh, we'll see. Or maybe not. Maybe it's the anti-politics answer. My gym, Candy says, my gym just implemented a no politics rule while you're working out after a few fights have broken out in the weight room that carried over to the cardio room. and someone, Oh, my God. And someone actually got hurt. Uh, I've been arguing with my friend as to whether or not that rule is okay or not. And uh, she says that the gym can make any rules they want. I think it's a free speech problem. Who's right, she says. I don't know if implementing a no politics rule is going to rid you of all your fights. Like, maybe that's what the fights have broken out about, but people can still fight about other things. Like what if someone's like banging the other one's girlfriend and they like, fight about it? that could be the case. Like just ban fighting. <laughs> just, just general fighting. 
I heard, and you know what, this is one of those sort of, I heard from, read from, heard from internet, like 70% of people who have uh, trainers, physical trainers, have had fantasies about their trainer. Oh, wow. Well, my trainer is um, Alex that we had on the FitCast. He's a lifter. Yep. So I'm going to tag him in this. I'm, ju I'm just going to leave it at that, and we'll see what he thinks. Yeah, I'm you just... know what? Have him email. Have him email and see what experiences he's had, if he's had that. Uh... Oh, my gosh. I'm going to ask him if, yeah, he's had, like, any clients that he thought, like, had a crush on him. Oh, I'm, I guarantee the answer is yes. If 70% of people fantasize about their trainers, then... I'm sure he's had some experience where someone's hit on him or whatever. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, so, so I think what actually would prevent the fights in the gym is if you just got really hot trainers and then people would just be boning instead of fighting. Right. And they wouldn't have to worry about, they wouldn't have to, oh, but they're, again, you're cheating. There'll be cheating maybe. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so, all right. So yeah, can sorry, we didn't answer your question. This is a non-political show. Um, but, uh, <laughs> uh, why don't you email our, our listeners can email in your answers and, uh, think whether or not you think it's appropriate for a gym to put a no politics rule on their floors. Mm -hmm. Um, and we'll go ahead and read them and, uh, we're not going to opine on them. You like that verb opine? Yeah. yeah we're all about the vocab here. So. You won the trivia game. You're using words like opine. <laughs> Who are you? Uh, I hope I play for the Cubs shortly and hit 17 triples so we can catch up to this deficit we just had. I think we need at least 20 triples, but anyway. <laughs> wow, this is amazing. You know, without a guest, and we're already well over an hour, I think this has been a fun uh, fun FitCast, too. It has been. We don't need no stinking guests. No, actually, we do, guys. We really do. Yeah, we do. And we'd appreciate if you would uh, – we just cleaned out our email bag, so send us some more emails. Yes. Uh, we'd appreciate that. Let's uh, let's get some guests on the show. We've got a couple lined up, but, uh, you know, we're going to be doing the show. We always need some extras, and we love answering your questions. So shoot us an email at kissalkfonsfitcast at gmail.com. Whoop, whoop. The race season is over. We have nothing coming up, do we? No, nothing coming up. I'm excited. I'm excited for our next guest. I'm excited for colder weather to get here. Yep, it's just going to be super chill. Fuck yeah. Yeah, damn right. So, partner, I'm glad I got to see you, uh, you know, last weekend. And uh, you think the Cubs are going to come back tonight? Um, I, I, I the answer is fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so I'll just say it. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs>